One more laugh. <laughs> like it's going to stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, now let's get to the serious stuff. <laughs> All right. Aloha. Welcome to Wisdom Dialogue with Hope Johnson, coming to you from Wawa on the beautiful big island of Hawaii. Hooray! (laughs) I said all the important shit really fast. (laughs) It was so easy. All right, the name of this episode is It's So Easy. <laughs> it just it's came so to me. Easy, it's so easy. Okay, why is it so easy? Because you're not doing anything. That's why it's so easy. You're actually not doing anything. All, all you have is this choice. If you can call that a doing, then okay, that's good. That's fine. (laughs) But all you have is this choice is is between whether you make illusions real, you make them true, or you accept that only the truth is true. Even if you don't accept it. Even if you don't accept it, there's like a willingness that could be like that. You know, it's not so much the word. It's kind of like a shift of your energy, like your creative energy, your focus, your attention, what you're interested in. Are you interested in knowing what's really true? If you are, you'll admit to yourself that if you're feeling upset, you have to be mistaken. See? Because God didn't create a world where people get upset. Okay, that was your that was your fantasy played out to that. Your fantasy of being separate played out toward that and then that's what became of it and it made you upset. But that's not what's really there that though. So your your upset is making it as if it's there as if it's real and it's actually perpetuating it and it's making it continue. Whether it's that particular thing or it comes in a different form, you're, you're just like making it conti- continue. My friend asked me in the car, like, what about overwhelm? Well, what about overwhelm? It's, it's just a feeling. And, it's, and it's, an excite, it's an exciting feeling. Like immediately when you get the sense of overwhelm, you think, oh, no, this is bad. Like, I must have too much to do. It's like, uh, I'm not enough. I don't have enough energy to take care of all the shit that it seems like I have to do. So that's like overwhelm. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> all the thoughts that make that up, that make that feeling up are wrong. And then, and then uh, okay, like, you know, question was posed to me. Well, what about, like, if you're, in, you're like, imprisoned? Like, what if you're in a prison camp? What if they're torturing you? What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? All the what ifs are in the imagination right now. They're being projected right now. All the what ifs do is keep you from 
accepting that you made this up and it's not really happening and all you have to do is make another choice. Is it like a smoke screen? Yay! Aloha! Hmm. It's like you make a smoke screen over your perception so you can't see what's really here. And look, this is all a smoke screen. All, the, all of what you see in duality, all of it you see, like, say, on the screen of consciousness. Ooh, that just made me kind of, like, visually see it as a screen. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Uh, it's a screen, and it's a and the projection, like the bodies that you see, and um, and anything that seems fearful to you, all of that kind of stuff. It's a projection of the sense of separation. It's the sense, it's a feeling sense. It's a feeling sense. So it's like it's like someone says, well, isn't uh, isn't it valid that this abuse that's going on, isn't it valid? And I said. Yes, it's valid. It, it's valid. And then it's also a projection of a feeling. That's what's it's valid as that. It's a projection of a feeling, which is a projection of self-belief. The feeling is also a projection. The feeling is also in the illusion. <laughs> There's no upset feelings in reality. The feeling is, that's why the feeling, the feeling contrast shows you that you are mistaken. The feeling contrast shows you. So if you're willing to, and this is where the humility comes in. And humility isn't something that you like looks like something on the surface. It's just, it, it's just, this is where the humility comes in. It's like, I must be mistaken. It's like, no, I know I'm right. I'm keeping this fucked up feeling. You see what I mean? How <laughs> <Now> that's arrogance? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm right. I'm keeping this. I like attacking myself. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I'm no, sure. This, this is serious. This is serious here. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, there's no way I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I have to be right about um, things being bad in the world. I'm sure I have to be right about that. So there's no opening to actually like experientially get the message that there's no world outside of your imagination. There is no world outside of your imagination. There's nothing you can do in the world for people to benefit people but relax your judgments, <laughs> basically. Forgive yourself for projecting something so grotesque, let's say. You all, it's like you, all you have is to forgive yourself. It's your projection. And, and there's, no other, there's no other way to be of benefit to anyone who seems to be going through suffering in your view, in your imagination. It comes into my view too. I see it. Anyone who has, anyone who has physical eyes in the world sees it. But where, where does the compassion come in? 
Where can the where is the only place that the compassion can really come in? If it's in your imagination, where can it be allowed in? Mine. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can have peace instead of this. See? That's a, one of the ACIM messages. I think it's kind of like towards the end. I don't know where it is. Uh, I can have peace instead of this. So you don't have to take on the judgment. You, you know how you know you're taking on a judgment really, really simply? You're condemning someone. <laughs> or something. That goddamn Bank of America. I don't know. That just showed up. I don't even bank at Bank of America. Oh, when I was, when I was way younger, it was like that with Bank of America. That's why. <laughs> they, they wanted draft fees for overdrafts? Or? Well, I was like 18, and they billed me a bunch of money, and I didn't know what to do. To me, it was a bunch of money. It was like 114 bucks, and they like just took it out of my account, and I was like, <laughs> but I had a friend who came to the rescue. She posed as me and she told them off. Then I learned how to tell people off, get pissed on the phone. <laughs> I only recently abandoned that <laughs> method of communication. <laughs> Seem to be so effective. <laughs> so do you see but you see how you can use illusions to apparently get what you want in the world. That's one example of it. You could use illusions to apparently get you like you could use anger and you know uh, this sense of overwhelm and frustration. Oh God, you guys are a pain in the ass. You know, put your manager on the phone or something. I'm gonna sue you. You know. It's just like, it's so much more fun to just be playful. You can laugh at everything. Even while you're asking the person. Like, for example, I went to a hotel with some friends. Pretty expensive hotel, I thought, on the big island. You can go way up to like 1400 bucks a month but, or a night. But this was 300 something. It was like 350 I was like, ooh, this is going to be really nice on Kona and everything. We get in there and it smells like mold in the room or something. It's like, open <laughs> the door and it smells like mold. And it's like, and, and, my, and one of my friends goes, oh no, I cannot stay in here. And I was like, oh, no problem. I get the phone. Zero. I'm laughing about it. And also, let's have another room. You know, it's like, it's fun. It's just for fun. And the, and the, people, that you're, the people that you're even, quote unquote, complaining, for lack of a better word, do, they have fun. And that's the whole thing. You know, they might say, oh, no, I don't have any more rooms. And then that becomes fun. Oh, how fun. We get to look for another room, and maybe there'll be something more awesome. Who knows? Maybe there'll be something shittier. We'll still laugh about it. Maybe we'll sleep on the beach. We don't know. (laughs) But whatever it is, it's just like part of the adventure. And whatever it is, it's coming up for only one purpose. So it doesn't really matter. So you can just play and have fun all the way through it, you know. And, it, and what's so funny about that, uh, that I, I've been seeing in this past week, is some people are really afraid of you playing and having fun. Like, that's really going to be bad. That's really going to be bad. Oh, 
Thank you for having that. Too much integrity for me. Too much integrity. <laughs> Get a little adjustment on the amount that you took in through your nostrils. <laughs> So it's so easy because you can have forgiveness if you're willing to allow it wherever you are. It's like, oh, you fell asleep? Okay, and now that you're aware of that, it's okay. Oh, thank goodness, it was just asleep. Oh, thank goodness, that wasn't real. Instead of, damn it, why do I keep on falling asleep? (laughs) See, the the difference is when you get pissed at yourself, then you just fallen asleep again. <laughs> so what good did it do <laughs> to be awake to it? <laughs> so it could be more like, whew, oh, I was just asleep. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> that would have sucked if that was real. when you laugh about it, it, the whole thing goes easier and faster. When you're not laughing about it, when you're making it as if there's something wrong with you, then you're just like stretching out the time. See? Oh, that came up with my daughter this week. It was so fun. She came back around. Like in a big way. And, and big, and big energy. For those of you who, are, who haven't been involved in the story, my daughter went to a kind of like a drug journey kind of mindset. It was super fun. She like she was like like bright, sparkly little girl and big girl. She's like five ten, five eleven, something like that. And she <laughs> she went on this journey for a little while and she be, became a completely different individual. It looked like a completely different individual. And it looked like she kept on coming to me to tell me that something's wrong. Something's really wrong, Mom. I'm, I'm going to commit suicide. And I said, okay, that'll be okay. Uh, it, it's not going to do anything. You know that. It's not going to do anything. Like, <laughs> it's going to get you anywhere you want to go, really. But, <laughs> but, you know, that's cool. You can have, have that if you like. And, you know, different things like, oh, feel this now. I have a, nose, a, a hole in my nose. And, uh, and it's not okay, it's really not okay, it's really not okay. And, you know, and just keep on holding it like that, like, that's okay. You know, even if it's not okay, that's okay. You know, I might have to stay away from you for, for a while because we can't communicate. So I, I'm just going to have to stay away from you because we can't communicate. I said, it's okay. You don't have to be communicating with me all the time. It's a, totally okay. So... It was funny because it, it was just like, um, and then the police came. There was all this different kind of fun stuff. <laughs> the police came on a Wisdom Dialogues episode. If you want to get the whole story, you can go to that episode. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I'll rename it so you guys could find it. It's fun. <laughs> so, so anyways... 
a couple days after I just can't talk to you, a couple of days after, after that, there's, she's there again. And all of a sudden, like, back to the bright, sparkly. I, I think it's the one with Jerry on, if you go on YouTube, oh, it's Jerry's the one with heads Jerry's on it. A picture. You can oh, yeah. Jerry Deutsch, his picture, and it's called Agreements Are Meaningless right now, but you can change it. Thank you. Yeah. And it's from, the, like, four, three or four weeks ago or something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got that nailed down. <laughs> so, so, you know, she came back in a, in a big way and it was so obvious to me because I've seen the pattern before too. Um, and it came so obvious to me, this pattern where it's like, it gets to the point where she thinks she completely doesn't like me. And then all of a sudden, there's a shift. Boom. It's like, these patterns just play out. It's okay. And then, and then, there's, and then when the shift comes, it's like, wow. It's like, whoa, that was an amazing experience for all of us. See? It happens fast. It happens fast. Because it's like, it's just, you can't, you can't, like, not love. You can't, like, not love. It's just, it just, it just occurs. It's amazing. You know, people were telling me, I hope your daughter comes back to you. And I go, well, I don't even go to hope at all. That it's, that's, what is that, you know, kind of hope? That kind of hope isn't the kind of hope for me. <laughs> I don't think it's what was meant by my name either in that context. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, no, it's, it, it's arising for you because it's, you're projecting it because there's amazing lessons in there. They're not personal. It doesn't mean that you're something. You're projecting this kind of world of separation so that you can get that opportunity for healing. And it's a shared, it's a shared mind that you're healing for. It's a shared impersonal mind that you're healing for. The ego will get you to take it personal. Oh, don't talk about that. <laughs> what are they going to think? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, for one, just, like, don't hide things. Because, you know, and hiding them is like making it a guilty thing, like it has some kind of a reflection on who you are. The experience is just the perception. It's just arising for that. It's like when you know the purpose of it, it doesn't matter what it is. That's why it was true. I could tell my daughter, oh, so now I got a hole in my nose from the cocaine. Mom, isn't that bad? No, it's not bad. Everything's fine. There's nothing, there's, there's, no, there's no problem here. There's no problem here. Take care of the guilty sensations. Take care of the guilty sensations, that's all. And a friend, a friend, a friend came up to me at the lawn yesterday. She, she said, we have to make sure that Ikea, and I go, no, no, she's good. She's totally good. I don't have to do anything. She's good. She knows of her innocence. And my friend goes, 
oh no, she's not innocent. And I go, she is, as we all are. And she goes, okay, well, let's see if that's gonna, um, that, if I can think that and murder someone. And I just go, how could you? He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, when you know of your innocence, and that's the thing that people don't know. See? It's like, people don't know it. Sure, you can fall asleep and forget about it, but it's like, you know, my daughter knows her innocence. She knows she's innocent. She forgets about it because thoughts, they're kind of deceptive thoughts. You can say that that's where the, uh, the, the evil comes from, you know, deceptive thoughts. They tr- they're like tricky and get you identified with a guilty feeling. But that's going to pass. Being identified, when you know of your innocence, that's going to pass. If you're willing to know, then you'll know. So all those like clouds will pass, and when the clouds when the clouds pass, you get a deeper, even deeper sense of peace. So nothing's wrong that arises. Nothing's wrong or bad that arises. You know, she comes back and she sees that she she sees it too. She sees that too. It's like not putting the burden on yourself. You won't put the burden on someone else to change. See, because I know if someone thinks that they're addicted to drugs and there's a problem, someone thinks that they're addicted to drugs and there's a problem, and you try to go in there and help them with their problem, (laughs) how's that working out for you? All of a sudden, it's this long-ass journey. <laughs> oh, we're so tired working on your problem. <laughs> it's like, no, it's no problem. The, uh, the underlying feeling, the underlying feeling, this feeling that you're trying to share with me right now, that's your problem. Because <laughs> you're making it a problem. If you realize that it's just a feeling and you go through the sensation of that, it's kind of like, uh, like a fun roller coaster ride. It's really nothing to be afraid of. It's really nothing to be afraid of. So people start to think these things about themselves and it hurts. It hurts. It gives you a... Uh, it hurts. But hold on to that kind of unwittingly hold on to that like it can there can be some safety in holding on to that like it could protect you by holding on to it instead of just getting the feeling see and and that's where the surrender comes in it's like okay I will take that feeling I'll have the feeling like oh no what if my son dies for instance (sighs) Okay, let's have that, let that thought be that thought, and get the feeling of it. It's like a fully, that's like fully accepting it. Let that thought be that thought, okay, my son, my son dies. All right. 
Got that experience? <laughs> See, it doesn't matter where the experience happened. If it happened out there, if it happened in here. Once you get the experience, you get the experience. You're not afraid of it anymore. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm curious if you've, if you've tried EFT, uh, the tapping technique, and if that at all correlates to what you're saying, if that helps sort of expedite the process of releasing story and allowing feeling. Or... It's a great practice if it appeals to you. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's how any practice is. It, it's if it appeals to you because no practice in and of itself is taking it anywhere it's an illusion so to keep the the practice out of the realm of illusion you don't make it into some particular system that you have to follow develop beliefs about it like everyone should be doing it and whoever's not is less, less conscious you know you see these little things popping up relate to it let it be whatever is really wonderful to you because you're making it up and it, it and it and it's okay you're making it up and you, you know the you could say that the last thing that you make make up is your awakening from the illusion <laughs> so, so it's like whatever appeals to you yeah say yes to it just say yes to it you don't even have a choice in what you do but just in that yes. Yes, I accept it. I accept that. But there's no power in any external thing. It's exactly. Like Dumbo, the thinks he needs the feather to fly. Without the feather, he'll crash. He has all this belief in the feather. So anything in the external world that we give meaning or power to is just Dumbo's feather. Nothing has any meaning or power other than what we give it, and it's and so then that's when we can have the dominion. We have the power. Power is in love, God, uh, and uh, that. Uh, uh, yeah, then we're uh, lying to ourselves if we think something else has got a power over us. Then we become a victim. And then we're a victim, and then we need a remedy for the power we're victimized, whether we're victimized by disease or victimized by our bad childhood or the bad food or radiation or whatever, then we need a remedy out in that world to cure us of what was out in that world that harmed us. Yes. So it's not, a, the remedies aren't a problem. There's not a problem with it. You know, A Course of Miracles would call that magic, using magic. And there's not a problem with magic. There's not a problem with using magic. It's, it just becomes a problem when you make it into something. You know, when you make it into, when you give that thing the power. And here's how you would, here's an example of how you would give that thing the, the power. Say I didn't do my EFT today. <laughs> what thoughts come up? <laughs> it's freaking fun. You need to play with that. <laughs> Look, I didn't do it in a week. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, you know, it's like someone asked me, do you have a routine? Because I, I said, I wrote a book. 
and um, and I'm almost at the end of another book. And do you have a routine? Do you have a morning routine? And I'm like, well, I guess you could say it's like it's just that I I I kind of ask if I were to put it into words, which I don't really have words for it. What would you have me do? You know, like, and and it's like. I know I don't have any control how this body is expressed since it's the past playing out, since it's past thoughts playing out. So since I know that I don't have any control over how this body plays out, I'm not pretending like I do. That's all. And not pretending like I have control over it. The burden is off of me. I kind of put all of my attention toward right now. And you ask for guidance. It is asking for guidance, yes. It's a, because because the, as, as, the, as the individual, like in the dream, I don't know what I want. Wants appear to me. They occur to me. There might be a schedule that seems to need to be followed. There might be things that seem to need to be, get done. But, don't, but, but you don't have to be led conceptually like that. So you're always being guided. It's like, are you guided conceptually? Or are you guided by the Spirit? And no, there's not a balance between the two. There's only one or the other. <laughs> the concepts are actually playing themselves out. They don't need you one bit. <laughs> How do I balance it? <laughs> you don't. You know that's just that that the que- that question itself is uh, is is like, you know, it, it's trying to convince yourself that you don't have the power that you have. You don't have to balance anything. You don't have to do anything hard. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> Back to that. <laughs> it's just that, like that song, it's so easy to fall in love. You know that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's easy. It's just that, you know, there's this idea that it's difficult. Like, someone was asking on Facebook on the ACIM thing. I like to see what people are posting on there. That's really fun. Um, something, about, something about how hard it is. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? And I go, the question itself is a joke. It's just, there's no, there's no hard for you. You're asking why is it so hard? And taking that as if it actually means something about someone. It's just funny. Who could who could it be hard for? It's like someone's doing something. Who could it really be hard for? A separate person. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hard? And that occurs to me. Oh, oh my gosh, this is hard. I just laugh. How can it be? Who is it hard to? <laughs> oh, that must be a challenge. To who? Is it a challenge, though? To screen. <laughs> and, I, and what I'm saying 
is including the feelings are part of the illusion. They're the first manifestation of the thought. They're the behind-the-scenes manifestation of the thought. Nothing happens, apparently, in the illusion without being projected from a feeling that's made possible by belief. Made possible by, by the belief that you're separate. And you caused it. So as you see the playing out, as you see the playing out in the feeling sense, because the, the outer that you see, the, the stories, see? All the stories and the thoughts and all the dialogues and all that stuff. That's all a projection of the feeling. Which is also in the outer, in the sense that it's in the movie theater. It's projecting the, what's the images on the screen. That feeling sense, that feeling body. You're not really capable of feeling, uh, of feeling anything but peace. Complete comfort and bliss. Except in a dream that comes to you off of a sense that you're separate. A feeling sense that you're separate. So, where can it be undone in the same place that it started? The original manifestation in the feeling sense in the body, that all there is is to get that sense. Get that feeling sense and let it, you know, let it be the, let it be the truth that you trust, that you're okay to get this feeling sense. Nothing, it's not going to hurt you. It's not hurting you. Write it. Surf it. So they talk about surfing the waves. Abraham Hicks said it's, it's an emotional journey. Emotional. If you will just get, this is what I heard way back in the day. Never left my mind. If you will just get that it's an emotional journey. <laughs> whatever the else, the, whatever else she said. <laughs> well, I heard it talk about the difference between feeling and emotion. Feeling is something natural that you feel, and emotion is something more that comes from like an internal dialogue in your head and then you get an emotion out of it whereas a feeling is something more genuine more pure more from, from a source of, of feeling okay you could say it like that that's a, that's a good way to say it I know what you mean and the way I say it is different it might seem to contradict what you're saying but it's not mm. it, it's, it's like it, it's like emotion it, it, if the emotion the only true emotion mm. is love it is pure love. That's the only true emotion. <coughs> Everything else, all the feelings, the different feelings that contradict love, kind of like, you know, one way, like the Course, A Course in Miracles says, it is attack on it, make an attack on love. You know, it's like all those show you how you've diverted yourself away from love in thought. You've followed a tr certain train, tracks, away from that, and that's the feeling you give yourself so that you know that. 
Is it one of you rad rad they taught that in school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this is how it works. <laughs> one person called it chemistry. <laughs> Oh, it's you. That was really fun. <laughs> What's that? Emotions also called energy and motion. Yes. So it's a emotion, the feeling, it's an energy that's in motion. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter what word you use to put you could go either way. It does not fucking matter. <laughs> it's like it's just that you it's just that you get it you see it you know it's just that you see that that there's a difference like that the words are just pointers so whatever is denying that that's how you, that's why you know that's why you know oh my goodness i'm mistaken i mean that's that's what the like the image of someone falling on their knees and praying to god is it's not like, give me something, you know. Oh, God, please give me my wife back or something like that, you know. It's more like, show me where I've been. God, please show me where I've gone astray, basically. To make up this very upsetting where I feel so upset. Show me where I've gone astray in thought. It's not like you're guilty for making some manifestation. No manifestation can make you go astray in thought. No manifestation can. That's a choice. It's a choice every time. You, you choose to go astray in, in thought, and the, the feeling is the, is the feeling valid then? Well, yes. It's only valid because you went astray in thought and made it, though. <laughs> It's valid because you feel it right now. It's not wrong or bad. It's not like you should get rid of it. But admit that you made it up. I didn't make it up. That really happened. My kid really did get murdered or something like that. Okay, it's, it's okay to have that feeling. Yeah, it's okay to have that feeling. By the way, if you're talking with someone and they're telling you that, that, that and they're upset, you don't have to tell them that the world isn't real or anything like that. You guys know that, right? You just love them up and tell them, hey, every, you know, you don't, you don't even have to say it's okay. You just feel it's okay. Just be the comfort. Yeah. And then, you know, you're just, you're, you, when you just feel it's okay within yourself, all of those things just take care of themselves anyhow. So you don't have any kind of responsibility like that to tell anyone the truth. It's for you to know. So that you are allowing the peace within yourself because that's the only way that it could be conveyed. It gets con- conveyed underneath the words and actions. It's an, it's an energetic thing. It's an energetic conveyance. See? It's shared, you could say. It's like a light that shines, let's say. You don't even have to be anywhere near them. The thought of people could arise in your consciousness. Someone brought up the other day the thought of uh, kids in prison camps. Oh, okay. 
that's for me. If I get the projection, if I get that perception, it's a projection of someone telling me this. That's for me. So even that comes into my per, my perception. It's uh, there's comfort allowed in my mind. And you know, viscerally, this is the practice of it now. Viscerally through the body's energy field, allowing that energetically to be exactly what it is. See? Allowing that energetically to be what it is and to get the feeling because that's the whole experience of it. That is the whole experience. So if you think there's something that could be really bad that could be coming in the future, get the experience now. I'll take that now. The mind does not know the difference. Then you're not waiting for it to happen. (laughs) You're not trying to manipulate the perception so that you can get it to work out in your favor when you know it's working out in your favor. And how to know that is to get the feelings because then experientially you see that there's no problem. So there's never anything to do in the outside world. You just go within and resolve it within yourself. There's nothing to resolve. There's all kinds of shit to do, but it's getting done. You're not the one doing it, let's say. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff to do. These lungs have to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, just in the same way, as the same way as the body seems to be functioning on its own without you making the blood go and all that, all those things go. Also, your body is being moved to carry out what appears to be the basic day-to-day, even if that's just for you, like getting up and going to the bathroom and going back to bed and someone's feeding you. Still, it's all being taken care of itself. Or if you're a single mom and you have a shitload of kids and your husband's out cheating, still. Or you're in a prison camp. <laughs> it's funny because like, even if you did find yourself in a prison camp where they torture people and stuff like that, even if you did find yourself in that space, the purpose doesn't change. The purpose of it doesn't change. It's always the same purpose. That doesn't change it. To awaken from the dream. It's giving it and it's presenting opportunities. It's, it's presenting exactly what's needed. There's nothing happening though. You know, it could sound very heartless to people like nothing's happening. And, you know, it's like, it's like if someone wants it to be happening, then let them have that. <laughs> if someone wants, don't, you don't have to argue with them because that's like, that, that's kind of like you saying something's happening. 
I need you to get you in my imagination to agree with me. <laughs> I need you in my imagination as my imaginary child to act this way. Something like that. Or as my imaginary husband, I need it to act this way. No, let it present itself. Making you think as you could if I opposed. Oh, yeah, did you like that one? <laughs> I've been having fun with the posts. Yay. Yeah. If you, if you like to see my posts, you can go on Facebook. I have several pages there. You know what I did? I listed myself on Google. And, and on the Google listing, like if you Google me, you can link to all my social media pages now. Oh. Isn't that rad? That makes it super easy. <laughs> if you want to get all of them, I kind of spread them out to all these different pages. I don't know why. I have no idea. <laughs> but it's fun. I start to see certain patterns emerge like, okay, one of them's called Hope Johnson, author. Like this is for my author stuff, right? So then as I'm writing my, my book, if I see something in there, and this just started happening, if I see something in there, then it goes over there. And it's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and, then it's, and then I see certain ways where it just goes different. It just goes to different places. You know? So someone was asking me, do you have a routine? And it's like, it's just, it's just way easier than that. It's way easier than any routine. Like if a routine, if a, if a seeming routine arises, like, oh, I find myself sitting in, uh, on my couch Writing in, writing in my book every day at approximately 4 a.m., let's say. <laughs> then there appears to be a routine. But that's, that doesn't mean that I have a routine because that could change like tomorrow. I could say, oh, yeah, I'm so religious about it. I'm like up every day, 4 o'clock in the morning. And then the next thing you know, I'm sleeping in. <laughs> I just don't mind, you know. I told the lady who's helping me, she said, do you know when it's going to be done? And um, I said, I think it might, maybe by the middle of the year, but I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> Is it about parenting? No, it's called, it's, I think it's going to be called either the, it might have two titles, because it seems to have two titles right now. The Big Book of Hope, or The Way to The Way. To the Way. <laughs> Yeah, or both. Yeah. Well, I have an older website called thewaytotheway.com, and then that's where I first started writing stuff, before hopejohnson.org. Yeah. Oh, wow. Before hopejohnson.org, like if you want to see the kind of progression, you can check that out. It's pretty interesting. Some people like that kind of shit. <laughs> what was the name of that one? Thewaytotheway.com. I was writing about diet on there and stuff. It's fun. I used to know the way to get a good diet. I think I wrote an article on there about the psoas muscle. I was just all fascinated by the psoas muscle. I guess I still am. That's such a fun one. I know, I love it. I love to rub it out. It's so hard to get <laughs> It's right here. It's right here. 
Tennis ball, fly on it. Ooh, I love it. Oh, yeah. And it goes right in. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Badass. Everybody grab your so ass. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's spelled P-S-O-A-S for someone who's Googling it right now as they're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) So you wrote about more techniques, essentially, the way to the way. No, I don't. I don't write on any techniques on no. the way to the way. Oh, you, you didn't. Well, maybe maybe you might call them tech, techniques though. I can I you know, I definitely can write on different techniques that can tune in your awareness because that's like what I went through a lot, like to tune in the awareness. But the main thing is that you are inspired about it because you're using that as something, you know. They're using that as something. I mean, one of them is just really simply watching the breath. Not trying to change it or anything, just watching the breath. You could say that's a technique. See? But will you remember? (laughs) Will you remember that in the moment? That's the thing. Now that's where the choice is. (laughs) The technique could be eating a bite of a Twinkie. It doesn't matter. Fear, yeah, fear. It, there's, a, there's a massive defense mechanism built. It's like a structure in the mind. It's, a, it's like a structure. So it's, and, it's, and it's like it's, it's ingrained into this body's energy field, almost like a groove. It's like a groove, kind of like a wrinkle, let's say. You keep, on, you keep on squinting a certain way over all these years, and you get like little lines, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's like symbolic of what it's like in the mind. So it's like that you think these same kind of thoughts over and over and over again, and it makes these certain sort of like grooves, you know. Uh, and, it, and that's where the, it, it's almost like it attracts that kind of thought pattern, that in, impersonal thought pattern, because it's a resonant energy. So it attracts that. So that's constantly being attracted to you because you... You, you know, when you set it up, you're, you make it, make it feel and look so real, so you're holding up the illusion. So each time you run into the defensive mechanism, that is an opportunity. It's almost like you, 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 can, um, you can explode a bomb right there. It's all, you know what I mean? It's almost like you can, like, <laughs> because it's, like, breaking down the structure of it, because it, it gives you an opportunity to allow so much peace within it. And so it's like, it's like everything, becomes, everything becomes smoother and that energy doesn't get fed like it was. Not making a deeper groove and more, almost like a more of an attraction, more of a resonance. See? A one, one word to describe it might be to like concretize it in your mind so that like this is me. This is the kind of thought energy I want because this is what I get interested in. This is what I've become attached to. This is what I want to continue asking. Why is this happening to me? See? And so that's why it just keeps on coming back. It keeps on getting attracted. attracted. But, you know, when you look at it as something exciting, there's fear only on the surface of it. 
but beneath it, it's a very excitement. It's like you're like a dolphin. Think of yourself like diving. Wow, that feels good. <laughs> yeah, it's like wee. Oh, that's a good one. My daughter told me something. It was like some kind of real zinger, you know. It was like one of those zingers about what a bad person I, 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 I am. When you know, back when she was going through her thing, her drug induced journey <laughs> drugged mind induced journey <laughs> and and I go oh I felt that good one you know I was like yeah <laughs> you know whether it whether the way you react to a certain kind of energies on the surface is just symbolic about how you're reacting to them in your mind. And you know, you'll even see in the dream state, you'll even see in the dream state where you'll be making the choice for truth more and more and more as you're willing to. And you know, the choice for truth could be, could look like just your attention going from this thought process that has you, your attention right now to... Your big toe, for instance. I've told people you could pinch yourself. Let, your, let yourself feel that. Feel the pinch. You don't have to do it hard. You don't have to hurt yourself. Just so you, you can feel the sensation of it. And then your attention. You, will you? Will you? You know? It's like a consciously pinch yourself. Watch when you... Watch, here's, here's one way for people... Watch, watch this. Here's another, here's another technique. They tend, they're just for fun. Watch when you're talking with someone and you scratch yourself right here. It means something. It's freaking funny. It means something. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's symbolic of, it's symbolic of, what I mean by that is it's, it's symbolic of a sense of discomfort in the mind. It's a symbol. The FBI uses that to identify the freaking symbol. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This guy's nervous about it. Uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> and, and so I, you know, I read this FBI book on how they, I'm not kidding, it's, it's fascinating to me, how they identify like what's going on with people. Not so I could try to identify what's going on with people so I could see what's going on with me. What does it mean when I do this? I'm talking, I just do this. You watch Carol Burnett. Oh, really? I didn't know. That was her signal to her kids. I oh, you. oh, sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. But you know what? I, what I mean is the unconscious, those, all those unconscious movements. Do you see what I mean? It's all happening in consciousness. Don't get me wrong on that. But it's like a, a movement that you weren't aware that you were making. And, and just like, dude, that's another practice. Tune into what you're doing with your hands, what you're doing with your body, how your posture is, everything like that. It's all symbolic of how you're feeling. It's now all symbolic of what you're thinking. The FBI, they'll tell me. What's that? If the FBI will tell me, uh, be able to help me read my gestures and my movements so I know what, why I'm doing these things. You'll see. You'll see. You'll be the witness to it. When you see that you're doing something, when you're see and you and like one particular motion that you do, one particular like watch out watch how there's a sniff. Say something and there's watch. 
Watch, watch, start watching yourself. That's all. That's all. No one can tell you anything. But it tunes you into... Well, start watching all, your, all, all of your gestures, everything. Symbolic. Your tone. Your tone of voice. Watch how the tone of voice shifts. There's a tone of voice in and out. There's a tone of voice in the thoughts. There's a tone of voice that you can sense as a sound vibration. Watch that thing, how it plays out, that body. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. But that's, that's where to really watch. See how innocent all of that stuff is. Look at how innocent it is. It's just playing out. It's playing out a, a feeling. Holding your fists. Watch if you're thinking you're holding your fists. Watch if you're thinking and you wring your hands. I used to do that. I used to wring my hands so they hurt. And then I'm like, wow, I'm really trying to get my attention on this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. What are you telling me? You know? It's like there's a, that's a, and, and it's not the body, you know? It's, it's like you don't have to apply any intelligence to the body, but the body, the way it's playing out is symbolic of how you're feeling. It's a projection of how you're feeling the way it's playing out. And that includes any kind of illness. All illness is a mental illness. Where is the illness? In mind. Yeah, so where is it projected? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. That's your screen. So you watch, but in an impersonal way. It doesn't mean something about you. I've said many times, there's no difference between you perceiving your body as sick or perceiving another person's body as sick. It's the same. Or having an injury. Or being upset. I must be mistaken if I'm perceiving an upset person. Who is that perception occurring to? You. Yeah. And who can, you, who can receive the healing for it? You. Yeah. Uh. And then who they are receives that too. They receive it too. Even if you don't see it right now. It's kind of like it just hangs out there until they want it. <laughs> so they accept it. It's theirs. So they accept it? Yeah, well they it, let's say let's say they use it for themselves. Let's say they choose it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll allow themselves to ha to have it. It's like they have it but they're not allowing themselves to have it. And they're only not allowing themselves to have it in a dream. What you perceive of them is an expression of a dream. 
Their dream is a subjective dream and your dream is a subjective dream. And when the dream images enter the dream, they look a certain way and you might have some concern for them, but that's really concern for yourself. And there's no need to be concerned for yourself because you're only dreaming. (laughs) And concern is like saying, I want to stay asleep. Got to get to the end of this dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's retreat once and they said you know all right we're making up songs and I was like I was like oh okay I know I got one came to my mind awakening awakening it feels so good and everyone looks at me like (laughs) 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 man it does because it's so easy Like, even if there seems to be, like, some kind of hard time or something like that, it's like, you are sort of, like, beneath that. Peace is sort of, like, beneath that, you could say. And then there's, like, this this layer, this haze, this fog. And it seems like that's the reality, but it's, like, really, it's just, like, this thin layer. Yes. And it's very thin, but you want it. So there's, there's defense mechanisms put up. And they're perfect where they are. The defense me- mechanisms are perfect. You don't want them to go away. They're perfect. Because when they come up for you, they're bringing a perfect opportunity for you. They come up for you in the per- perfect time to bring a perfect opportunity. If, you're, if they're a problem for you, it's like, can think of this defensive mechanism structure thingy as being some kind of a metal object and you're just banging your head against it. <laughs> they're a problem for you. And you could use that image and just laugh. That's a fun way to resolve it. There's another practice. See that? <laughs> but will you... Allow yourself to see that in the moment. That's the thing. <laughs> will you allow yourself to? Will you allow yourself to pinch yourself? Will you allow yourself to pay attention to your breathing? Will you allow yourself this, that, this, that? Doesn't matter. Any of them will work. <laughs> but will you choose it? <laughs> it's just like, will you allow yourself to have peace? Well, you choose it. Doesn't matter what it is. You 
in knowing the unimportance of the illusions that you're using, you can be light and have fun with them. And you never have to make yourself, get the feeling of making yourself doing anything. You don't ever have to have that except for when you need it to awaken. That's the only reason you would be getting it. If you get a feeling like you you have to make yourself do something, great. Right now is the opportunity to get a sense of that. Get a sense of that. You may still find yourself doing that same thing, but you get a sense of that you are making yourself doing that thing. Get the feeling sense of the idea that you're separate. See? Get the feeling sense of that. It comes in a lot of different forms. It comes in, I need to make myself do this. Oh, I really don't want to do this, but I'm doing this. Get the feeling of it. See? That's not making it wrong, getting the feeling of it. That's not saying this shouldn't be here. It's like, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for loving me in that way. That was perfect. I got to experience a small trigger this week. It was so beautiful. I got the I got an email from one of my employees that said, "Oh my god, I lost your MacBook Pro. <laughs> it got stolen while I took it when I went to uh, when I went to uh, California, and it got stolen out of my car. And then and and then there was a, an immediate reaction. There was an immediate reaction when I read the email. You know, it's like I see the price tag of the MacBook Pro. All of a sudden, it flashes to me that or we haven't even been doing as much business as we used to. <laughs> it's like, just like watching all the things, I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, just, it's just like this little, like almost like a twinge, you know, of, of an upset. And it's like, oh, I know what this is for. I know exactly what this is for. So, you know, when uh, my employee comes back and... Um, you know, she starts talking about it. She starts getting really teary and stuff. And I'm like, you know nothing happened, right? <laughs> you know nothing happened. And she goes, I do, but I just feel so bad. And it's just like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with the feeling. But, you know, you don't have to be tempted into believing that you did you know I could tell you feel bad by your emails because you're saying I'm sorry a bunch of times um and it seems like there's like this real like oh my god well I fucked up real bad were the words (laughs) so so, (laughs) you don't have to follow those temptation thoughts as if you did it like there's no difference between you had the computer or I had the computer 
and whatever it was stolen it was dropped it was spilled water on water on it whatever it is it's not like one it's not like one person it's because of one person's lack of consciousness let's say it's not because one person lacked consciousness in that situation that's a total cop out that's a total not taking responsibility that's you should have done this, we should have done this, we should have this policy. Maybe a policy, maybe a company policy will come out of it. I don't know. But the main thing is that it's used as the purpose that the whole perception is intended. It's used for that purpose. See? Because then you, you allow peace for yourself. The only way to allow peace for yourself is allow peace for all. All is you. All is you. So if someone in the field of your perception seems to have done something, it's not because they are lacking something. It's a gift. Say thank you. That doesn't mean the you know the employee the the employee gets fired or doesn't get fired. That's not even up to you. It doesn't even matter. All that kind of stuff works out on its own. It's concepts playing out. Don't have to involve yourself with it. The main thing is the guilty self-conscious. You don't want that for yourself. And you give it to yourself. It's almost like you give yourself this stinky ass gift. <laughs> when you make them responsible for it. See? There might even be like a policy where if you take you sign a form, if you take one of our computers, if it gets stolen or anything, it's your responsibility. You have to pay it out of your paycheck. I don't know. I'm not in charge of anything like that. That just like popped into my mind right now. <laughs> Ideas and stuff come to you. And they coalesce on their own. And shit happens apparently. <laughs> Out of them. <laughs> but the purpose of it all, the purpose of it all is to see through that guilty self-concept through the experiences. So, and, and in seeing through, it gets demonstrated to you. It gets demonstrated to your own mind out of experience. It's the experience of it. Oh, yeah, it's all okay. No, it's not okay. Oh, yeah, right. all okay. No, not okay. See the difference? The voice, the tone? What's <laughs> <laughs> no deeper? <laughs> I was at a retreat one time, and, and part of the retreat, it was a singing, dancing, and painting re- retreat, which, by the way, a friend of my, and I are thinking about organizing, because it's really fun. And we're walking around and singing in a circle, and then we stop and we do a little exercise 
where um, we walk around in that circle and we say, yes, yes, yes. Everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. And then they say, okay, now it's time to say no, however they put it. Now say no. And everyone's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and that's how it is. Like the, if someone could ask you something, will you do this? And it's like, no, but thank you for asking. It's not a problem. No, that's not for me. Oh, you should be doing that. I know you think that. That's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. But you're uh, this. Okay, that's awesome too. <laughs> uh, one of my friends told me on Facebook that um, if I unfriend people because they want to ask critical questions of me, then I'm culty. And I said, I don't mind whatever label you give it. <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> if I'm not interested in the conversation, delete. <laughs> it's like, no problem. No one's wrong. You, no, one's, no one said you're, you have to find yourself interested in every conversation that's presented to you. See? It's energy at play. There's some energy that's, that's not interesting to me. I don't want to play with you like that. I'll play with someone else. Energy is not interesting to me. It's okay. It's not making anything wrong. There's not a problem. That's one thing that's going to crop up a lot is this temptation to engage in conflict. This temptation to engage in conflict. As if it's meaningful to engage in conflict. See? And if it's, it's, as if it's meaningful to put your concepts against another person's concepts. It doesn't mean anything. It's energy that's being shared. It's only energy. We feel each other. Like, a, you know, think of kids on a playground. <coughs> Some of the kids maybe like to play games where they use sticks and they hit each other over the head and they're having a good-ass time. They love that. <laughs> Some of the kids want to play on the slide. So they play together like that. It's similar. <laughs> it's innocent. No, I want you to stand here and let me attack myself in front of you while you stand here and watch me. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> and if you don't join me in this, shame on you. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. One friend told me when I first moved to the island, are you voting? Because we're not friends with anyone who doesn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> And we'd hate to not be friends with you. And 
And I was like, oh, well, I didn't register to vote. You know, by that point, you couldn't vote. I probably would have said, oh, well, if that's what it takes, I'll go register to vote and vote. Who do you want me to vote for? (laughs) 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 Whatever. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It's not going to hurt anything. (laughs) I was like, well, I'm not registered to vote. Oh, never mind. We'll still be friends. <laughs> People just get the idea, you know. I don't like them. I don't like them if they do that. I don't like myself if I do it this way. That's how you don't get the feeling. That's how you don't get the lesson. If you make that thought out to be like it's a real thing. Like, I really don't like this. Great, that's a feeling. Get the feeling of I don't like this. And then you'll see that there's no I behind it. But if you want to be attracted to I don't like this, It's like a stiffening. It's like a tightening. It's like a tightening up. It cuts off the joy. I don't like this. Get the feeling of it. It's okay. That sounded like you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like the feeling. Is it? I like how all the feeling sensations go. Um, They go and they flow and they get like something heavy. And then really energetically light, and that seeing in, in seeing through the heaviness and the and allowing the lightness to come in, it's a beautiful feeling. And the more intense that the more intense it is, the more opportunity there is to allow light in. That doesn't mean you have to have intense experiences. There's no intensity in the experience, in fact. It's just in the feeling. And, you know, you can allow really intense feelings when you know that they're, because you've experienced it over time. When you know that they're a gift, when you know that they're a blessing, when they, you know what they're leading you to, they're leading you to a more relaxed sense. You know, yoga, the practice of, physical practice of yoga, <clears throat> is synonymous with this. Or it's a symbolic, it's the same kind of thing where, you know, you'll be doing something really intense, like maybe you'll be in a wheel pose, you'll be, you'll be in a full, you know, and it's like really intense, you're feeling it in your arms, you're feeling like, oh my gosh, am I going to make it for the whole minute or something like that. And at the end of it, it's like, that's kind of symbolic of what I'm talking about when you have an intensity in the mind. It's like kind of like an intense exercise like that. It's like if you go through it with awareness, that's the same thing as in, 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 a, in a yoga pose. When you go through it with awareness, the relief that you get is beautiful. If you go through it and it's like you're and it's and it's like you've got your mind running 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 there's no sense of relief. 
I know because I've seen it again and again. It's the same. It's the same with feeling. So an intense feeling comes, and if there's no awareness of where this is coming from, there's no awareness getting the sensation of it, to getting the sensation of it, it passes away again, but there's not that deeper sense of relief. There's relief because it passes away, but there's not that deepening sense of relief. Still, the lessons, as the lessons go on and on and you get more and more experience, that's why each one is a blessing, even if you don't go through the, any, the, any intense or upset feelings with awareness. Even if you don't go through them like that, they're still a total blessing because it's almost like they're wearing on you by playing over and over and over again until finally you're like, okay, fuck it, I'm, I surrender. <laughs> It's like this, it's, it's like this uh, sense goes off, like, wait a minute, haven't I been playing this out for thousands of years? <laughs> or millions, I don't even know. <laughs> haven't I just been playing this out forever? You know, it's like, and it's just, it's just in the mind. All the years and everything are also in the mind. But it's just playing, 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 playing out. It's, a, it's extending this thing called time in which to play out in. And eventually you see that and you go, oh my goodness, I have a choice in this. And everyone will. That's what it's going to. Everyone will. When? Who knows? It's a matter of time. It's like, it's, it's like as, as, it, as, there's, as there's willingness. And any time, you know, if, you, if, if you're interested in shortening the time that it takes for everyone to see through, all there is is yourself. All there is is allowing it in yourself for everyone to see through. You could find yourself doing some amazing, heroic, amazing, fantastic things on the planet, even seeming like they're for the planet. It doesn't matter. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> Thanks, Tina. <laughs> you, know, you could, you could, you could find yourself. You can find yourself in 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 that kind of playing out, acting out, anything like that. It doesn't matter because it's a picture. It's a, it's an effect of the energy that's being shared. See. It's an effect of that energy. It's, that, it's an effect of, a, is of an emotional or feeling vibration. So it doesn't matter what it seems like it is. You can find yourself being just, you know, a hermit, let's say. You don't even go out. You stay there. It doesn't matter. It's not a choice. And in, in, in recognizing that that's all... That it's all in you. It's all in your imagination. You're really letting it in right there in your mind. And so you're, it's like you're, your sight of this imaginary world is being lifted. That's what like, uh, like I see is like this, um, uh, this kind of vibrational 
frequency scale, you know, where you could kind of see like high to low kind of scale, you know, where there's a, the, the, the lower energy vibrations are darker and then it gets lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter as it, as it increases in, in vibrational frequency and lowers in its density. The density declines. As that occurs, that's being offer, offered. That's a vibration being offered. And it's almost like an invitation. It's automatically an energetic invitation. I don't know why I express the way I do. Coming to wisdom. I, I, I love it. It's super fun. Writing on Facebook. Triggering people here and there. I don't know. It's fun for me. But it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So for me, it could end. Like, it's really fun for me, but it could end tomorrow. And it's the same to me. It doesn't, it doesn't make me uh, less effective. Mm-mm. No way. In fact, if that's the calling, that's the calling. And how do you know it's your calling? You're doing it. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy. What is? That's right. It's like you keep on taking the step back. I like that image of taking a step back because it's like wherever you find yourself in thought, you can relax a little bit more. If you're perceiving a world, you can relax a little bit more. (laughs) You could. Until it blurs out. Yes, you could. You could relax a little bit more. That's the thing. It's like from moment to moment, the thoughts are arising. The whole world, look at the whole world. The basis of it is the thought of separation. So as so long as we're perceiving a world, we can relax a little bit more. And in knowing we can relax a little bit more, there's an opening to it. There's a willingness for it. The choice is really to be willing rather than hold tight to what I think is true. No, I must be upset. This is bad. What if they this? In business, I find myself running a business. It's freaking funny. It's like, it's like uh, you know, there's all these different things that go on. All these different things that I know about. Apparently. <laughs> Once it occurred to me, oh my goodness, we are going to run out of money. Oh my goodness. And I started to feel this sense of anxiety. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why do I know this? Why do I know this right now? Who knows this? <laughs> and I was just like, it's just like allowing peace to be present. With whatever it is that seems to be, it's like, what, whatever. It, when, it, when it occurs to be like, why do I know this? It's like, why do I know this? I'm completely making it up. What does this even mean? It meant nothing. It's meaningless. It's just to generate a feeling. So the feeling is just allowed to be that feeling because it's a feeling that's a fearful feeling. It's not really about 
the it's not really about the this uh, conceptual idea. Oh my God, I'm going to run out of money. It's not really about that conceptual idea. The feeling sense is coming from the sense of separation that's in the whole mind. And whenever there's an opportunity like that, there's an opportunity to sh- to heal the shared mind. It's sharing shared healing. That's why I think of my friends. If I get tempted to go with the illusion, I think of my friends. It's like my friends go with me. I'm either uh, I'm either offering a, a a gift of compassion. They don't have to be in front of me for this to happen. I'm either offering a gift or of compassion, or I'm giving them the stinky ass gift. It's easy. The choice is easy. <laughs> I don't want to hurt my friends, you know. <laughs> like, there's no need, and it's not serious like that. It's not really serious like that. So it's not like it's not like oh no like if I find myself going with the illusion and beating myself up oh my god what I did to my friends oh terrible no that's not like that because it's always now it always comes down to now you know the ego will try to get you to be really scared of it oh no now I'm scared I have all this power but it comes down to right now so it's the choice that you have now And any of any of the thoughts you any of the thoughts you you could say projected that were illusory th- thoughts they don't have any kind of power anyway they don't have any kind of power on their own so when you accept the healing for them that's it But see, there's this, there's this doubt that comes up that, oh no, it's not healed. I don't see the, that's how the, the illusion is though. All it can do is show you what comes from the sense of separation. That's all it can do. So if you're going to use that, <laughs> You know, use that as your proof. <laughs> then it's always going to prove you guilty. I had one person years ago telling me, "Well, I think you're a stupid fucking bitch, and you manifested that. So, what do you think about that?" <laughs> and I go, "That's awesome." <laughs> I think you're awesome. <laughs> there must be something wrong with you. And I go, yep, I made that up too. <laughs> there must be something wrong with you. I'm sure there is. I'm sure. It's a made up story. That's why. But you know, 
You know, you're not anything that's really capable of having anything wrong with you. But this that you see, okay, that's fair. Something's wrong with it. It's an, it's, it's an expression of the thought of separation. So you can say, like, okay, fine. <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> so. But it's us up to each of us to look past that, look past the image. The images that we made. Someone someone told me, you know, it was so sweet, it was so innocent. It was like I want to believe that it's all love, but I can't believe it's all love because reality is so terrible. The reality is horrible. And I go, well, what you're calling reality is definitely horrible, but it's not reality. It's horrific, the images that are, that are projected onto the screen, but it's awesome that they're only images. Awesome that they're only images, and, and within each of us is the power to allow healing for what makes those images, like right now. If you're not upset by the images, if you're not upset by the images, that's where the healing is allowed to come in. If you are upset by the, uh, by the images, that's an opportunity. Either way, it's a celebration. Yes? I'm not upset for the reasons I think. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's one of my favorites, too. That's an, A Course in Miracles, um, one of the lessons, I'm not upset for the reason I think. I love that one. That is a great one for me. I'm not upset for the reasons I think, and I can have peace instead of this. I think those are my favorites. At least for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, later it might change, so it's just for you know, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And then the guy, have you guys, have you guys listened to A Course in Miracles audiobook? Yeah. That dude's voice. That dude's what? Voice. What? I'm like, ah. <laughs> How do they get him? I want to hear an impression. Uh, no, I can't. It's just, it's just, it's just so, it, it feels, the, the voice, the feeling in the voice. It's like the way he reads it. It's just delish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it feels so compassionate. It's just like so, the vibration of that voice. I'm like, oh my goodness. I don't even care what you're saying. <laughs> um, in fact, I'm just going to go to sleep and let it keep going. <laughs> sleep nothing is easy. Yes, it's like, it is. It is. I, when I go for a nap, the headphones are on, and I'm listening to this dude read A Course of Miracles, and I'm just like... <sighs> I'm not the only one who's like that, huh? I'm kind of in love with it. I, like, I told her about it today. I told Michelle about it. Michelle already knows about it. I'm like, oh, I'm 
already downloaded. I've been listening to it out loud, super loud, walking around. Oh. The <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We are so on the same wave with that. That is hilarious. <laughs> that's where that's where i really like listening to a course of miracles and that dude's voice and like laying down in my in my bed i got to the deepest like places of ecstasy Mm -hmm. (laughs) not kidding like I'm just like whoa what's happening am I having an orgasm what is happening right here (laughs) (laughs) like something starts pulsing like the whole thing starts pulsing like that I'm like shoot (laughs) no wonder she's pruning trees yeah aww So it's so easy. Because everything you you say, everything that comes out of your mouth is already said for you. It's said for you. You don't have to try to decide what it's going to be. And even the thoughts that move toward trying to decide what it's going to be, they're deceiving you. Because <laughs> you don't have a choice. Isn't that good? I mean, it's one thing if you're writing a speech and you want a written speech. Okay, you're writing a speech. I don't know why you want a written speech. It sounds kind of boring to me. But, <laughs> but you know, that's not a problem. It's this thinking it's just thinking in advance what you think you're going to say to a person how you think it's going to go even what you think you should have said all that kind of stuff that doesn't have to be permitted like that the thinking is a feeling again go back to the feeling it doesn't have to be permitted to to progress like that when I, used to do, when I used to do wisdom dialogues way back when, I used to make that a practice where it would go, start to go about what I was going to say at wisdom dialogue. And I would just make that a practice to get the feeling. And, then it, it, and, and when it's not like that, I could get all kinds of insight. All these insights come through. I don't need to grab them. Oh, I'll say that at wisdom dialogues. I don't need to grab them. They're, 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 they're doing their work on, on it. You say they're doing the work on the shared mind when I'm not trying to interfere with it. What am I going to say? Let me grab that. Oh, God, let me write it down. I write all kinds of shit down. You know, writing a book... Writing, I find myself writing things down. It's just kind of like natural. So then I can come and I just can just like naturally talk to you. So it's just like natural. It just like gets in, in, ingrained like that. And it's the same with all of your interactions. All of your interactions are like that. <coughs> it's, just, it's just, it's coming out what is ingrained in you. That's all. 
Let it come out the way it does. It's perfect. You, 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 that's what you see it. A sense of did a sense of sadness come out? Oh, great. That's what it's for. Let it come out. That comes under the heading, it's all good. It comes out under the heading that it's all good? Yeah. It's definitely all good. Yeah, however it comes out. Because you're, you're allowing the learning to take place. As you're allowing the learning to take place. It's like, it's like always... Well, I or can you relax. Mm-hmm. It means I can relax. And, you know, whatever dribble comes out. That's why yes. it's easy. That's yeah, why it's that's easy. Why it's easy. <laughs> yep. Because you can always relax more. So if you, if you hear yourself or feel, for me it's very feeling. Like I could feel the sound vibration of my voice when I speak. And I'm very alert to that. So I notice really quickly when the sound vibration changes, it goes to a victimized tone. There's a tone that it takes. It's a different tone. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Something like that. Yeah, I got to go to the store now. (laughs) 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 Oh, what are... What are you doing today? Uh, I have to go to Hilo. <laughs> I've had a friend that tells me like that. And I go, oh, Hilo? Fuck yeah, I love going to Hilo. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I want to go with that attitude. I'm like, you can. <laughs> What's going to happen in Hilo? It's going to be amazing. <laughs> For one thing, I know if I'm there, it's fucking fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to be there. (laughs) And there's no such thing as place. You get an image of driving yourself somewhere so you can believe you're there. It's hilarious. (laughs) You might get an image of there being some traffic. You might get an image. Oh, I got an image of being annoyed with the person who was in front of me. It cracked me up. I'm going down uh, OP, Cal Road. The speed limit is 15. The person's going 5. I usually go 30. (laughs) 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 On the bumps. I love it. (laughs) Don't have four-wheel drive for no reason. Isn't that what four-wheel drive is for? Am I getting that wrong? Is that right? It's for bumps, we can right? Talk about four-wheel drive later. Okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was for going over bumps, so I was like, "Yeah, this is good." But you know, I got a sense that she was that I don't she or he or whatever. They're they're maybe looking for something, and then um, and then no, they're just trying to be super careful with her car, and and oh my God, can I get around? <laughs> and and that's what it's for. It's just getting those senses. It's just getting all those senses. And then, and, and then, you know, you're laughing within getting all of the senses. So it's like wherever you find yourself, it's awesome. It's like, oh, it's a sense. sense. You know, the thought will occur, occur to me, why did she pull over? It's just like getting all of those senses. 
Impatience. Don't hide them from yourself, too, you know. No, I'm not upset. (laughs) 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 There's no I like that anyway. There's no I like that anyway. It's like, okay, upset occurs to you. Like at one point in, in my daughter's in my daughter's dirt journey into the druggy thing, it was like uh, it, it was. She goes, she goes. I saw you and you were worried. You looked like a worried mom and you were talking like a worried mom. And I was like, okay, well maybe that occurred to me. That's okay. And I didn't get the perception of myself being worried. But that doesn't mean I need to make anyone's perception wrong. You know, it's like, okay, well, maybe that a thought occurred to me that it was worrisome. But I don't believe it. It comes back to now. I don't believe in it. I don't know. I know there's no justification for being worried. How can you go to Wisdom Dialogue and talk about not being worried and then you're worried? Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's, it's just easy because it's coming as something that is meant to push the buttons. It's like, oh no, not that. Or try to change the person's mind. No, that's not really. I wasn't really. It's like, oh, this is for me right now. Whatever it is. And it'll always look very specific. Like it goes to, for, for your specific thing. And it'll look really convincing. But it's Nothing. Your mind is constantly going to prop up things that are personal to you and convincing to you that something's wrong. I'm having that right now. Like I'm having allergies, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just seems so real. It's like disturbing me. It's like my awareness is going here instead of to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So... How do I do that? Because I guess I'm resisting it. I'm going, this is not okay. This is bothering me. Mm-hmm. I want to be... Well, those thoughts are naturally going to occur to you whenever there's some kind of uh, discomfort, bodily discomfort. Mm-hmm. That's like... that, And, you know, that bodily discomfort comes along with those thoughts because that's what it... That's the whole dynamic of it. So you just like taking a step back right there, just taking a step back from that. The illusion is always going to look like, you know, something that shouldn't be. Just taking a step back from what you think is, is you doing it and feel that sense that you're getting, the body sense in the emotional field, in the emotional energy field. Yeah, I'm resisting it. I don't like it. I'm yeah. Against it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so take a step back from that. Because that what's saying, I don't like it, I'm against it, it isn't you. But you're identifying with it. So get the feeling then like, I'm I don't resistant. like it. Then I'm yeah. resistant. Yeah, okay. get the feeling like, I don't like it and I'm resisting. Because the one that's saying, I'm, I don't like it, I'm, I'm resisting, is also like an innocent child. You know, it's like a child of your mind. It's a ch- like a child of your imagination. It's believing in things that are false. So it's like you take a step, it's almost like you take that baby and comfort the baby. See, the baby has these beliefs that it takes to be true. And it's like, and you know, you're not that. Take a step back from that. Almost like you become, you, you go from identifying as the baby to identifying as the mother. See, and it's like, it's like you're hold, now you hold the baby. It's okay. And you're just like, it's okay. Your mind's going to, it's going to take your mind off on these different, uh, these different loops that you're used to whenever you have some kind of physical malady come up. It's just like a storm. And it's like you're, you know, you're just watching this storm pass and it's like giving, allowing the comfort, allowing the comfort there. You're, you're not seeing something, you're not seeing something about a belief that you're holding you're not seeing it if you're getting upset and traveling out like that. And it's like, oh, good. Oh, good. I'm having an allergy attack. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to comfort myself. And you're, yeah, you're just, you're just allowing that, allowing that comfort for yourself in that sense, in that sense that you're having this aller, allergy attack. You have to allow it. That's all. You have to allow the comfort. Allow the uh, uncomfort? Both. Uh-huh. It's really both. Yeah. See, because you're resisting the you're resisting the uncomfort. You're also resisting the comfort when you allow <coughs> allow. Excuse me. <coughs> Everything cont- contains its opposite. So that feeling of uncomfort, however uncomfortable it is, it's it's there as a as almost like a catalyst or a or a device that you can use to allow even more comfort. So it's like, like it goes to its opposite extreme. Say this is a neutral line and it, and then there's discomfort. There's this much discomfort. It's almost like when you allow the comfort, it's like a rubber band pulls it up that high. See? And you allow, you're allowing all this, all this joy and meaningful and insights. That's really big. You also get insights with this. So you start to see where, oh, okay, now allergies become to where they're no problem. You hardly notice you have them. See? Yeah, because they become all, they become my whole world. Yeah, that's only because of thinking, though. Uh Otherwise, it's not a big deal at all. Yeah, I didn't even notice it until you mentioned it. And now you're (laughs) sniffing like a mofo. It's like totally (laughs) obvious to me. (laughs) <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't notice it either <laughs> but now that you mentioned it <laughs> sniffy sniff sniff <laughs> yeah you're just making it up like, like it's a problem it's not yeah. and, and you know it, it, it's fun too when you're not having when you're not making it into a problem when you stop making it into a problem and you're enjoying it you're you're you're, even when you're just willing to enjoy it, let, let me see if I can enjoy this allergy thing, you know? And if you're just willing to enjoy it, 
you start to see these different fun solutions on the surface even that come up to you that you could play with. And it's like, that's your magic trick. You can, it's, it's something you could use as a magic trick and it's okay, you have a permission slip for that. You have permission for that. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have to, you know, deny yourself of the fun that you could be having even in the world. See, when you allow that compassion for yourself, that's just the way it works. That's the way it expresses. That's the way it's going to play out. You never know. You, you, you never know. And this is really fun because the, the world is mine. You could have, have this idea Oh, if I eat this particular fucking bean, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I'll never have allergies again. Your mind is that powerful. You just let, let yourself be open to it. Everything, everything that you, you have here is like magic. You know, it says in the Bible something about for every ailment, there's something on earth that can cure it. And it's like, it, and, and it's like that's just because it's, part of the mind. That's the way you made it. Shit, they found two different things that eat bacteria. One of them are uh, eat plastic. One of them is bacteria. One of them is, I don't know, doing something else. But it's like it, it, for every problem, there's a solution. Same kind of thing. Every, pro, every apparent problem, there's an apparent solution. And, and, you know, underlying that, there's only one problem and one answer to that problem. You know, and the answer is always awareness. The answer is the, is, is the truth. The answer isn't, oh, that thing over there has the power or something. But when you're open to awareness and the truth, it's like then you can find yourself using things or nothing. Some people use, uh, I don't know, watching the sun come up in the morning. Um, whatever. And you'll find that things just pass. Things will just pass. They are passing, in fact. The only thing that holds them and keeps them around is that they're necessary to see what underlies the apparent problem. Everything's passing. And nothing is, nothing is like more, um, uh, more perfect than another thing. You know, nothing's more perfect than another thing. I mean, ultimately... The whole illusion passes. Yeah, well, I've had hay fever, and what I found was underlying it was repressed grief. So it's like that your nose is running, you're sniffling, your eyes are watering. It's like a symptom like crying. So I started getting hay fever after my dad died when I was seven, and my family was so uh, proud of me because I didn't cry. Mm. Oh, Bobby, you're now the man of the house. Your dad has passed on. You have to take care of your mother and brother. And you're such a big man for not crying. And then after that, I started getting happy. <laughs> and so then my mom would take me to the doctor, and I'd get all these injections and everything. And she made a big deal about my happy. And then I, I, so it's like all these symptoms are, are projections of the mind once yeah. again. And so it's like uh, it's your inner child or there's something within you that needs love. It's like the symptom is there calling out for your love, not for your annoyance or get, get away or whatever. It's, it's something that's 
begging for your attention, for your compassion, for your awareness to, to see what uh, insight you might get to the underlying facts, the subconscious uh, phenomenon that's generating. Yes, and the thing to be careful about there is don't go for guilt. Don't go for the guilt trip, the ego's guilt trip. It's not personal, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it continues for the rest of the life. It doesn't matter. And that's what I was telling people about my daughter. You know, I hope she really comes back to you. And, you know, it doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't matter to me because I know what it's for. When you know what it's for, it does not matter how long it takes to shift. It'll take as long as it needs. For, for the mind to get as much healing as it needs. Okay. The, the thing is where it's, where it's quick and easy for you is that you can always have peace in spite of that thing occurring to you. And it does not matter. You know, you could be cruising around with, let's say, one leg. I know a guy with one leg. What would you rather have, allergies or one leg? It doesn't matter. You know, and, and, and he's happy as can be, you know, it's like you, you don't have to make yourself miserable because something seems to be bad. Oh, no, that's terrible. No, it's not terrible, but that's funny. That's really funny. You don't have to say that to people when they tell, commiserate with you, try to commiserate with you. What happens for me when people try to commiserate with me? Because I uh, like say, um, you know, I'll be telling a story. Yeah, and then I had a miscarriage. Oh man! <laughs> like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> That's just part of the story. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Are you petting them? <laughs> but but you know, it, it's like it, it's like there's no. There's nothing that in the world that can make you upset. But a lot of the time, and this is a very common one, when there's anything that has to do with the body, it's associated with thoughts that are very well ingrained. We talked about the ingrained kind of grooves in the mind earlier. Very well ingrained in these grooves. And so it, it's, you know, it, ta- it takes some focus, but a lot of it is... A lot of it is um, also easing off of the focus a little bit, you know, so to speak, because it's like, oh, I keep on going into these different patterns. I keep on going into these different things. Oh, I hate this or whatever. And in being alert to that, and it's okay. It's okay. Uh, let's, you know, that's really, that's really huge. And that's really what I mean by going through it with awareness, with awareness that it's okay. See, the unawareness is what's making it not okay. And if, you, and if you're okay with the unawareness, then that cancels that shit out. See? It's so much more powerful that being okay with even the unawareness, with even the sense that you're not okay. Okay? Okay? No. <laughs> Billy's not having it. <laughs> He's like, it's not okay. All right, everyone, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. I love you. I thank you for joining me. Yay. It's okay. It's okay.
And it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy that it's okay. It's okay that it's so easy. Hooray. (laughs) 